bad bitches. Money count on. Cash All right. Hey, welcome. Welcome to Barbershop.talk podcast. This is the podcast where our topics depend on the conversation you talked about on Saturday. That's right. If you talked about it on Saturday, we're going to talk about it today on our podcast. Hello, my name is J-Rod, and I am your host. I am in Out the Way Studio here in Indianapolis, also known as Nap Town. And I am joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you, J-Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Out the Way Studio. I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back to Barbershop.talk. Well, you know something, Casey? Uh, we always talk about the flavor in the barbershop. And the flavor we got to talk about that came up in the barbershop was, again, Black History Month. We only got a couple more uh, weeks. Yeah, about a, about one week, really. <laughs> <laughs> we do have the shortest month <laughs> in the year. So, you know, saying that, they, they talk about some different snippets or times that occur in the history of the United States that uh, they felt that people should be aware of. And they came up with a whole lot of stories in the barbershop. They did. I mean, we were inundated with uh, all kind of black historical facts. Yeah, in fact, we just add our, we ask our clients to send it in, send in any tape or any clip that you may have uh, of a point of time in history that you want to share with our listeners and we got a few we did and, and some of them really took us back jay right yes i i have to say <laughs> yes, yes. but let me go ahead and play this first clip I, I really enjoyed this first clip uh very educational um things that are pertinent in today all right here we go black history spotlight another black history spotlight it was March 12th or thereabouts in 1852 <laughs> on a plantation in Savannah, Georgia. Several adult male field hands were approached by plantation owner Jesse Lee Whitman after coming in late from a field of pecan trees where they had been working all day. They were being threatened with a physical reprimand when one brave 20-something-year-old named Aldo stepped up and proclaimed to the master that it was he that held everyone up because he went back to grab an extra bag for his family. And master said, a bag of what? He held up the whip. <laughs> Aldo held up the bag of pecan and said, these nuts. <laughs> this is the first documented utterance of a phrase that's been handed down several. Black history. <laughs> Well, at least I know where that came from. Yeah, now. And, it, and it hasn't left. <laughs> Just as effective today as it was then, J-Rod. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so you write it down, our listeners. You heard about that. Where it originated from here on Barbershop.com. Yeah. Thank you, Aldo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to continue on with this uh, Black History uh, Month because King Cap uh, hired some interns. 
Yes, right, got did. some interns involved from. I think they came from uh, Butler University, uh, Indiana, Indiana State, yeah. IUPUI, yeah. uh, and Purdue. He sent them around the country, or at least the state of Indiana, to interview some folks and send it back to us to see if we can use it on our podcast. Uh, I was surprised. One of them was a person that was interviewing a lady who was 112 years old. 112 years old? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I heard about this lady, j Rod. Oh, you have? Yeah, she was a waitress at the Last Supper. <laughs> Leave it, leave it up to KC. I, I think her social security number is three. <laughs> Y'all be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, this lady had lived for 112 years not to hear your jokes about her. <laughs> That's a shame. If you can't take a joke after 112 years, you never will. All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to listen to her because uh, the point of the interview was to get some very uh, historic moments. Uh, in this country dealing with African-Americans, and she actually experienced a lot. So let's hear her interview. Again, this is an intern, and I think this intern came from, uh, I want to say, Butler University. Hello, I'm Daryl Peterson, and today we're with the lovely Janet Irene Jackson, the world's oldest woman at age 112. How are you, Janet? I'm fine, baby. How you do? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. Oh. So tell me, any relation to the uh, famous Michael Jackson? Oh, yes. He's my great, 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 great... Oh, baby, that's a, a great grandson. Wow, that's wonderful. <laughs> so, so tell us, what is your secret to such a long and, and healthy life? Well, baby, I like to eat right. Mm -hmm. And I like to have a good laugh every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just wonderful, Janet. Did you say your last name was Peterson? Yes, it is. Is your grandmother Frances? Yes, you know my grandmother Frances. Yeah, everybody knew Frances. Frances was a freak. Yeah, we used to call her Frances. Frances. <laughs> Excuse me? I... We went to the beach one day, and she had sex with two men and a manatee at the same time. Uh, you know what? Uh, cut, cut, cut the camera off, man. Cut the camera off. Look at Miss Jackson. Don't, 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 uh, don't talk about my grandmother, okay? I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm very sensitive oh. about my grandmother, oh, all right? Oh, baby, I'm sorry, baby. It's okay. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Let's just, just move on, all right? Well, I'm just telling the truth. Your grandmother was a real hoe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? Uh -huh. I may have graduated from Morehouse, but I'm not above whooping the old lady's ass, okay? It'll be my ass. Yeah, that's right. I will beat your ass. You can talk about grandma. That's what I said. Well, come on. Come on. Bring it on then. Oh, I'm bringing Show me what you got. I'm bringing Come on. I'm waiting. Come on. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> what? I can't believe you shot me! How you think I got to live this long? Cause I'm packing, bitch. <laughs> You're crazy. What's my name? What? <laughs> what my name? It's Janet. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that intern won't be able to make it into the office anytime soon. <laughs> really not. <laughs> And I gotta make a correction. I thought he was from Butler University. Apparently, he was from Morehouse. 
And that old lady did not care, not Miss Jackson at all. Yeah, she capped him twice. Don't underestimate some a centurion. And you cannot, you cannot. Well, I, I'm sorry about the jokes, Miss Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because she is packing. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> I am for real. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, you know, we, we got to move on. We got we to talk about some serious stuff here. Um, I don't know if you've uh, been listening to the uh, the news lately, but apparently the Republicans are now complaining about uh, or saying that the Democrats are trying to censor, censor certain things. Mm-hmm. And that is so ridiculous in my eyesight. Because yeah. first of all, in my opinion, they're trying to censor the history books by erasing black history. Right. And they got some additional things they have done in the past to try to censor stuff. And in fact, uh, before uh, our podcast tonight, I was doing some some homework because I was trying to look up or find some snippets is where the 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 Republicans are actually the one trying to censor stuff. And I found one. And this is a, a real live uh, newscast. So I'm going to play it. And, and I want you to, because you know how they always talk about the, the big tech companies or uh, the big social media companies, and they actually try to censor them. So I'm going to play this clip um, so everybody can take a look at it. We found out that lots of complaints came from the big fat baby. Uh-oh. Let me see if I can uh, adjust that a little better so our listeners, this should do it right here. Let's try it again who used to be president earlier you testified about it we found out that lots of complaints came from the big fat baby who used to be president earlier you testified about a 2019 tweet um that was about president trump and i think it's from uh, miss tegan what was the tweet about please excuse my language this is a direct quote but chrissy tegan referred to donald trump as a pussy ass bitch (laughs) from my understanding the white house reached out to ask that this tweet be removed at that time up to three insults were allowed and so it was our job to determine how many insults were included within that phrase (laughs) a real newscast decide whether pussy ass bitch was one insult or three it does beg the question is donald trump a pussy and an ass and a bitch or is he just a bitch with pussy ass qualities (laughs) so and that was a real newscast that actually came out and you know chrissy teigen is john legend's wife you have got to be kidding no that was his wife that 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 uh, tweeted that, <laughs> and that is uh, from an actual court case. It is totally amazing to me of how they try to uh, turn things uh, in their favor. You know, I think we need to lighten up stuff. That we need to lighten up. That's some serious stuff. There, yeah, Casey. yeah, we need to lighten up. You know, we, we should do a joke of the day. Okay, for a joke of the day. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see. Now, our listeners been sending in jokes because we told them to do so, and I pulled this one out of the bag. Mm-hmm. Um, just have you listen to it now before before we listen to it on a serious tip technology is something else yeah you know uh alexis uh uh what's the other one um series Mm -hmm. uh they can do a lot of things 
I'm right. waiting for them to get one called like D Roy. <laughs> <laughs> a Juju B. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Leroy. Man, what the hell you want? <laughs> it's too early. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey Siri, I just lost my job. Can you tell me a joke to cheer me up? What's the difference between you and a large pizza? I don't know what. A large pizza can feed a family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it cheered him up, but it cheered us up there. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> you know, we gotta stop all this joking around. Get to some serious stuff. I can't tell you. Oh, this is so funny. All right, I don't know what's going on with our, our podcast, but you know something? I think it may be um, uh, time. Now, this is a serious note here. It yeah. really is. It okay. really is. You know, because uh, it was a gathering at 420 Barbershop, and uh, a guy came in with some pretty bad news about his health. Yeah. You know, about yeah. 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 You remember that conversation? Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, it was bad. He only had like, uh, I, think, I think the doctor told him that. Uh, it was less than a year to live. I want to say around six months, seven months, something like that. Now, it's one thing I do like about our barbershop is that we have older guys in the barbershop that have all kind of experience that uh, can make you feel better or give you an advice what to do in situations. Yeah. Right. And so in the shop, we recorded this conversation between that guy and our client. And the older guy was just helping the guy out on what to do. And, and personally, I thought it was some pretty good advice. Sage advice. Yeah. So let's go ahead and listen to that. And I can't stop thinking about what the doc said. Yeah, the six-month left to live thing. Yeah, I just, I don't know what to do. Well, have you considered getting married? Will that make me live longer? No, but it'll make it the longest six months of your life. And I can't stop thinking about <laughs> Well, those old guys got to answer to everything. Yeah. I mean, who knows? At the end of that six months, you might want to kill yourself. <laughs> well, I guess that could be true. <laughs> well, you know, so we're going to go ahead and what, what was that? Uh, we're going to go ahead and, and maybe it's time for us to just go ahead and uh, recognize our sponsor here. Let's try to do that real quick. And let's go ahead and do that, Casey. Let's do it now. Hey, it's a party out in my head. Hey, hey. Taiwan on the beat, I already know. It's a party out in my head. Uh-uh. Alrighty. Hey, this is a time where we pause to recognize our sponsor. Our first sponsor is Out the Way Studios, which is owned by King Cat. He has several organizations under his umbrella, but the one that he is most proud of is his custom-made t-shirt. If you like any of his services or like to find out more about his custom-made t-shirt, please email email KingCat, K-I-N-G, capital K-A-T, 317 at gmail.com. All righty. Now we're going to talk about our second sponsor. 421 Barbershop, located here in Indianapolis on Michigan Road, where good things happen to your hair. So if you want good things happen to your hair, please come on in, 421 Barbershop, and talk to one of our master barbers. All right, Casey, I know we have a new sponsor. 
Tell us about that. That would be Superior TV. Superior TV, where you get everything for less than half the cost of basic cable. You get over 123 cable channels, over 50 premium movie channels, sports packages, kids programming, music choice, pay-per-view, on-demand movies and TV series. Get everything for less than half the cost of basic cable. Superior TV, contact TY Enterprises at 317-801-8692. Again, that's TY Enterprises at 317-801-8692. All right, we're going to go ahead and continue with our programming. Uh, this this next uh, topic is a topic, and it was uh, labeled uh, the word of power. That's what it was. It was the word of power. So I think, Casey, what I want to do is, you know, I want us to give us ourselves some input. I want to give our perspective when it comes to these words of power to see if we agree or disagree with it. And really what it comes to is uh, eight rules for men. Eight rules for men. Yeah. Now, now you are an expert on that, right? <laughs> <laughs> we about to find out, Jay. Right? <laughs> yeah, I guess you and I both. <laughs> we should know more about this subject than anything. But it is called the... Um, the uh, I think it was, what was it? Rules. That's right. Eight rules for men. I think that what it was called. And I think the title of it was Word Power. Now, I know that uh, we was kind of looking at that earlier today. So I am going to go ahead and see if I can pull that right back up. And then we can talk about these rules one by one. Eight rules for men. One, never go back to the woman who cheated on you. You heard that? Oh, yeah. Never go back to the woman that cheated on you. Absolutely. 100% correct. But why is it correct, Casey? Well, first of all, if she cheated on you, you ain't the one for her. Because if you was the one for her, she wouldn't have cheated. <laughs> okay. You know, I kind of agree with that. I think that uh, in most cases, if a person is cheating, in most cases, there was a reason. And the reason was that you were not fulfilling the bill. I agree with the terminology that you used. You was not the one. So if she happened to come back to you and you take her, you are just a temporary stay until she find the one. That is your role. So I agree with this 100%. If a woman was cheating on you, don't take her back. That's true. All right. Okay. That's eight rules for men. Let's hear rule number seven. Two, never let a woman disrespect you. All right, I'm going backwards. Eight, seven, six. They're going <laughs> one, two, three. Okay, all right, I'm going to stick with this. Number two. What was number two again? Never let a woman disrespect you. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to take this one first. Okay. I kind of agree with that. Now, I think timing is critical, right? When I think when you're in a one-on-one situation and you're communicating, almost anything goes. And they may say something when you think they're being disrespected. You're being disrespected, but you're not. They just open up communication being honest to you. Mm -hmm. But, yes, I agree. 
no disrespect in front of the audience. That is a no, no. Now I do have to say that uh, uh, me and my wife, uh, Tamara, we do have an unspoken rule, which simply means if we're in the audience and if either one of us say something that the other one didn't appreciate the time, we save that conversation till on the way home. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had some long rides. I yeah, I was gonna say. I, I think she was doing most of the saving. <laughs> yeah, I might have said something. I did something where she gave me that eye, and I go, "Oh my God, I know I'm in trouble." So, uh, but yes, I agree with that, and, and that really just come out. Uh, we respect one another, and uh, um, um, uh, yeah. that's the bottom line. Right, and, and I agree with that, J. Rod. Uh, when we're talking privately. Uh, it's, it's open conversation and there's no hold bars because we need to know we need to be able to exchange, exchange the truth between us mm -hmm. but yeah don't don't try to disrespect me in public because if you have a woman that's willing to disrespect her man in public then you have a woman that doesn't really care about that man you're absolutely correct okay so that was two rules right number one number two let's see yeah. what number three has to say three never shake a hand while sitting down this one, I believe, never shake a man's hand while sitting down. Hey, see, there's some history behind this one. I did my homework on this one. Okay. I did my I know why you don't shake a man's hand while you're sitting down. Okay, I'm sure some great philosophical explanation behind this. Yeah, I'm, this, eager, I'm eager to hear. Yeah, this goes all the way back to the Romans. Oh, man. Yeah, see, now the reason you don't do that is for defensive purposes, right? Yeah. Because if you're sitting down and you're shaking somebody's head, they have the advantage and they're going to clock you. They're going to hit you in your jaw <laughs> and you cannot defend yourself, right? Because they are already standing up. They have the perfect 45 degree angle to hit you in your jaw. You can't do anything because they already have one of your hands because they're supposed to be shaking it. That's where that came you from. You were sitting duck at that point. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> I agree with that. Don't sit down and shake your hand because that's how they took the land from the Indians. Oh. Yeah. They was. They were smoking a pee pipe, a peace pipe, and they had uh -huh. their legs crossed. Yeah. And he said, Hey, I want you to meet General Custer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened, Casey. I'm telling you. Okay. Well, I believe you, J. Rod. But I don't have to worry about that situation. Because uh ever since COVID, I've been a germaphobe. So I ain't shaking nobody's hand under any circumstances. <laughs> we just give the nod. Uh, okay, just give the nod. Okay, all right. All right. Bob your head. <laughs> or the fist bump. Right. No, no, because there's a fist flying my way, there's some fist flying back. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. I got it. All right. So again, men, rule number three, never shake another man's hand while sitting down. All right, let's go for the fourth. Four. Never go broke to impress others. Uh oh. You hear that, Casey? One evening they a man said, eight rules for men. Uh oh. Uh oh. They said never go broke trying to impress him. I agree with that. Uh, that's a good rule. Now, as in the case of most rules, there are exceptions, J-Rod. Oh, they are? Yeah. Okay, I'm listening. So, now, if it's your first date with somebody that you like and you think y'all have some potential for something special, mm -hmm. and maybe, you know, this first date just occurred when you was caught in between two paychecks or something, and you, but, you know, you don't want her to know you a cheap ass, <laughs> out the gate <laughs> you know you can do that because that's short-term broke oh okay. now don't go buy a car or nothing but you can't 
but this is cheek term broke, you know, and you know, say, hey, yeah, go ahead and get some cheese on that girl, you know. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah. gonna allow some cheese on a cheeseburger? <laughs> yeah, you know, you know right. tighten up the belt for a day. <laughs> All right. Okay, I, I I agree with that. You know, if it, you may be broke for a night, but if it's long term, don't go broke trying to impress somebody. No, because the truth gonna come out real quick anyway. Oh, that's very very true, very true. All right, so let's listen to the next one. Five, don't beg for friendship. Okay, don't beg for friendship. Yes. Don't. Yeah, first of all, if you got to beg them, they ain't your friends any damn way. You are absolutely correct. And you need to have people to, it's better to have people to not like you for who you are than to like you for who you're not. So don't don't patronize folks trying to get them to be your friend. You know, and, I, I'm sorry, go ahead, because that was, that was a good philosophy there. Yeah, and, and secondly, true friendship is organic, all right? It's going to occur naturally. And if it's not a occurring naturally that's not a friendship don't you can't force friendship uh okay i'm in agreement with that uh now i'm gonna say something i used to tell my boys all the time when they were growing up and i hope people or our listeners don't take this in a negative fashion because it was not meant to be i used to tell my boys you know don't try to get in people's world allow them to try to get in your world and the reason i was saying that is you need to be comfortable in your skin and if they like you, they like you for who you are, right. not for who you're not, or, or they don't like you, or, or uh, prevent them from liking you for what you can give them. So that's what I meant. We're saying don't necessarily try to get another people's world, allow them to get in your, your world. You have to be comfortable in your own skin, yeah. and you got to stand for something, and if you don't, you'll fall for anything. Yeah. All right. Okay. Which one we on? Number six or number seven? Number. Number five, I believe. Five? All right, let's go. Six. Listen, nod, and most of all, make eye contact. Uh oh, did you hear that? Listen, yeah. nod, and make contact. Is eye this, contact. Is this doing love making? <laughs> Listen, nod. I don't know. Is that good, baby? What? No. Left, right, faster. <laughs> Maybe in your situation. <laughs> I think they was talking about in general. Oh, oh, yeah, of course, of yeah. course. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I got a comment on that. <laughs> oh, my co-host. Hey, what I, what I do believe in that, listening, not to make eye contact. Um, and sometimes it's best just to listen, you mm -hmm. know, just to listen and uh, uh, affirm if you believe what people are saying. Now, on the other side of the coin, there's another reason why women do that is that you don't want to expose your plan. You know, and let me explain that. I, I believe on many occasions that if there's somebody who dislikes you and you don't know that, and they always smiling and nodding in your face, and you tell them anything, and if you tell them a plan, if they don't like you, they would try to sabotage your plan. So I'm not going to tell you my plan. I'm just going to execute it. Now, when you're talking, I'm smiling, I'm nodding, I'm listening to you, but I am not letting you know my plans because I'm not going to take the risk of you sabotaging. Yeah. And if you want to learn something, you listen. You can't learn something by telling people something. You learn something by listening to what they're saying. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go for another rule. Rules for men. All 
All right. Now I can't eight rules for men. Uh-oh. You know, now they they not be trying to start this. Let's recap our list. How's that? From one through where we at. Okay. All right, here we go. One, never go back to the woman who cheated on you. Hell no. <laughs> Two, never let a woman disrespect you. Bet not. Three, never shake a hand while sitting down. Put that hand down. <laughs> Four, never go broke to impress others. Uh, ain't got no money. Five, don't beg for friendship. Nope, nope. Six, listen, nod, and most of all, make eye contact. Seven, find multiple ways to make money. Okay, that's number seven. That's a good one. Absolutely. I Absolutely. agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going I'm to keep mine short because my father always told me, learn how to make money two ways. One with your brain and one with your hands. Yes. My father told me something, said to me something similar, J-Rod. So it must be a kind of a universal thing. He said, I always want to make money two ways. One with your brain. And, you know, I gave you those genes. And, you know, you put them to good use. <laughs> well, you kind of modify my father's head. It sounded like you said one with your brain and the other with a body part. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Those are our rules for the men for today. So what we're going to go ahead and do, we're just going to go ahead and wrap up our uh, uh, podcast for tonight. Uh, that was a good little risk. I'm just going to go ahead and have you close it out, KC. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk, available on your favorite podcast platform. Let's have peace in the street. Be safe, be wise, and be loved. And we, we say, say, go mob. mob.